welcome. This is Gymnastics of Whiteness, the podcast that walks through current topics focusing on the flips, bends, twists we perform personally, communally, and globally to maintain the current social framework built from the construct of whiteness. I'm Laura Knight. Let's begin. Today, we're going to walk through the concept of people having to learn about an ism, particularly in a dominant group. And so, as always, we're going to use racism as the ism. But the concept or premise or pretense that white people have to learn about racism, it's born from whiteness. And it perpetuates racism and preserves whiteness. And and the gymnastics within this, one, is that the, you know, the implied ignorance of, you know, not knowing so I'm not responsible, it deflects accountability and it and it requires the acceptance of selective logic. So, for example, um, white women, right, because we're using racism. White women understand sexism, but you don't understand racism. You haven't, it hasn't, you haven't noticed it. You haven't sensed it. You, you, you know, that's selective logic. And to it requires the acceptance of that that all of that premise as well when when the pretending not to know or i never knew um is put forth the other piece to that is you know just tangibly the amount of time that is spent focusing on the not to know because you know, and, and, you know, I'll get back to that. The, the other piece that it is, a, you know, another, the next piece, part of gymnastic, the mental gymnastics and the, and, you know, the, I'll get to that in a moment. I don't want to, I'm doing my best to, to remain, to limit the tangents. I hope that I'm doing well. Uh, but the other, you know, the, another layer of gymnastics like the first one that whole you know ignorance and so I'm not responsible whatever's been happening is not my responsibility and but I care now you know but I've always cared but I'm you know I'm here now uh and then the selective logic of that particularly if you are whatever if you are I believe people are part of many there are many layers to all of us so I believe that if we are, you know, with the groups and the isms that we are all part of many different groups. So particularly if you're a part of some other targeted group expressing that, uh, the, 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 the necessity to accept that selective logic or selective linear logic is extraordinary. Um, the other, you know, it's like the backflip when we're talking about gymnastics, I always think of when gymnasts go up and they do like a backflip and then they do a really fast back kick, right? And 
that's to me like even using even uh crt oh gosh actually i won't use crt at this moment but the yes so just just that that's one of the gymnastics and then the other the next one is it perpetuates the good slash right white person right so it perpetuates the whiteness that doesn't serve anybody right because it's the good and right have nothing to do with humanity i hope that makes sense being good being right really that's an aside the ask is to extend and respect there are many bad people who can respect can respect the respect is an action it is not dependent on you know any internal quality other maybe other than comprehension right is respecting and honoring someone's humanity uh you, you know being whatever good is to someone because good is subjective good is is not a clearly defined uh part of being and it, you know personally i believe that it's an internal decision only the next piece is that uh, the responsibility to educate shifts to the targeted group right and i see this a lot is that going to the targeted group and saying okay tell them tell me tell me what i need to do for me to stop aggressing and stop my violence right it often is um i use the analogy of rape because i sit and oftentimes want you know it's it seems like a clear analogy because the violence it's you know and and because there's many layers um around you know assault right and it doesn't mean that any of them are okay it just means that there are many it, it comes in many ways so there you know that's why often that analogy comes to mind because i could not imagine survivors being asked to tell their stories to a group of rapists repeatedly and then the rapist saying thank you okay we're gonna go and then the rapist come back and say okay so what should what should i have done instead of that what should i have done now <clears throat> excuse me i'm not saying that there wouldn't be dis you know an exchange or conversation but it it just seems it just i think that that is a a particularly uh appropriate analogy in that in this pretending not to know having to learn um in this in this engagement because yeah and i'm gonna move forward so holistically the and this is for the person saying they don't know it degrades their humanity degrades individual humanity it degrades individual agency 
And not only that, what I often, I wonder when people say they don't know, do they hear what they're saying? Because what they're saying is that they're declaring their lack of humanity. And particularly when I'm listening to people who then express the importance of being good or goodness, but in the last breath just said, I do not see this inhumanity. I have never seen this humanity. And now I'm going to learn how to be humane. Um, so it's, it's degradating and, and it, again, this is the illusion of fragmentation. If you were, if you haven't listened to the, uh, whiteness, it should be a bonus. Uh, it would probably bring some clarity to this maybe. Um, but the illusion of fragmentation that pretending not to know, right. Uh, and needing to learn about humanity. And when I say about humanity, needing to learn that an inhumane act is inhumane is again, it, it deepens the whiteness. It deepens, not the whiteness, it deepens the conditioning, which is whiteness, but it deepens the conditioning and it deep, it, it, it further suppresses as I said earlier, degrading the humanity, degrading agency. Because again, you know, when we speak about whiteness, we speak about that separation, that suppression early on in life, right? The conditioning to separate, the natural instinct to connect, the, nat the nature, our natural nature to connect to each other and to seek connection is suppressed before language is learned. So it can't even be, there's no words to put to it as adults, right? Or it takes time or however, but immediately there are no words. Humanity is inherent because we know when something is inhumane because we don't want it to happen to us. And so whatever is blocking us or preventing us from extending that awareness of uh, for ourselves, that preservation, that care, that whatever, for ourselves, extending that out to others, that's, that's conditioning, right? That's not humanity. That's not our, that's not our intrinsic nature. That's not who we are. That's who we've grown to be. And, you know, I will wrap up with, um, you know, the, the other piece to this, and this, you know, I just want to offer a couple things actually, because the, before I offer, let me just say this real quick. The other gymnastics or whatever, wherever you want to put it in this engagement is the amount of time. And I know I was going to say it earlier, that's why I'm speaking to it now. The amount of time invested in learning something that clearly you have known about then deflects right it it's it, so much like I my goodness so much energy has been put into teaching and I'm good you know we're still on racism so it's white people 
but teaching white people about racism, sharing stories of trauma. And I am, again, this is a biased space. I, the belief is that the holistic approach is the best, but that does not mean that I'm right or this approach is right. <laughs> I believe that there's all space, there's space for all things. So this is not a knocking of that. This is not poo-pooing that or anything. What it is speaking to is from this perspective, the amount of energy putting into learning as opposed to how did I miss it? Like what, what I, I must not have missed it. I am humane. I am, I am a human. I, I say I care. So if I cared, then I must have known, you know, um, cause it, it, it just, like I said before, at the beginning, it perpetuates, it just perpetuates racism because we're stuck in this, we're, we're not even, you know, we're stuck at the beginning, you know, be, be, before the, before the start line, Right it's like not the 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 shift hasn't started or began or however you want to see it because the accountability the acknowledgement the acceptance so much time is spent there when demonstra- demonstratively it is known because you know the other piece that I share and then I promise I'm going to get to the offerings <laughs> um is that when white people tell me that they have don't know they never knew is how did you exist to this point because this again you know again it's been established in this space that whiteness is a is the construct of the modern world and if you did not know you must have experienced incredible friction incredible challenge in your life and if you are expressing to me that you have not done that, that you have not experienced, excuse me, consistent friction with, you know, this, I'm using the phrase status quo for to mean systems and people, mindset. If you have not experienced friction with that, then you knew, you knew something. And what I often find is that the 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 hesitancy to say yes i knew and i didn't do anything uh is you know it, it it's the it, it's such a yeah the hesitancy is just a, 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 a an incredible incredible challenge and i know that that's probably an understatement um and by probably, I mean is. It, it, but that it's rooted in whiteness. It's rooted in being the good white person to not say that, you know, not to not say I knew and I didn't do anything. But now I'm here and let's move forward. Um, and it also begets the the other piece that comes along and you know actually let's this will tie right into what you know what I would like to offer is you know the the other piece is yes the conditioning started in childhood 
and you know we're formed by parents all of that there is a point where we become adults and whiteness contract society all of this is a living breathing thing it must be maintained you know the perception that oh it was created and we didn't do that yeah that's true but look what you have kept going look what you have perpetuated look what you are still perpetuating enhancing intensifying you know all of those things so this is a living breathing piece and so from the time and th this is and i'm speaking specifically from my experience not what has been shared with me so this is from my perspective the there is this the hesitation you know i spoke earlier or moments ago about the hesitation to admit you know and be accountable because not because but there's this the gap the gap between in you know the the adulthood and whatever now is for that person because that's all you that's not your parents that's not necessarily society right we are, there's a lot of challenges and people are facing things and they have to make yeah okay that's all fine and good but there's a there was a point where you decided that you're going to continue all of that you've learned because the one you know <clears throat> excuse me um the in you know i had said earlier this is the one thing i didn't forget but i had said i had spoken earlier about uh you know how did you navigate society right this is this it is it is infused into everything so how are you navigating if you don't know you had to know something and the other piece to that is you know the that anyism but we're talking about racism <laughs> racism always asks for permission it seeks support every single time that's why there that that's why there's that pause right something if we if you reflect on the last moment be it a joke or not you know like i'm sorry a joke so i'm saying like something verbal verbal is still aggressive i don't see that any less aggressive as physical aggression i just see it as different so whether it's a verbal physical or in between whatever that is but that's why there's that moment when people realize right because our humanity and that's why there's like a pause or a beat there's something right that's everybody's humanity reacting or responding right and so <clears throat> that's the that's the telltale that you did know and the conditioning suppressed the conscience and the silent permission was given and whatever happened happened right and that what i have experienced is people's i can't express what it is for them but what it seems to me is an inability and initially initially to forgive because that and these tend to be you know one the habit of forgiveness um and self-forgiveness uh particularly in my country i'm in the united states is i would not say it's well developed culturally as in our country 
So the the habit, the ability of self-forgiveness. So with acknowledging, there's this, uh, you know, again, with the conditioning of whiteness. Well, if I acknowledge it, there's, I'm bad, punishment, the unknown. I don't know what will happen if I acknowledge it. And uh, I don't, if you listen to the, if, from the whiteness uh, talk, we talked about the whole Santa Claus piece, that ineffable, that unseen force that's always there, but we, in the consequence, the unknown consequence, um, that fear of the consequence uh, is, is incredibly powerful. Uh, so that I see we're on a tangent. Um, so I'm going to bring it back to the offerings. And so what I would offer is that, you know, if you were present or if you are present, you are participating. You are participating in preventing or perpetuating. Period. I know this was a lot of peace, but <laughs> that happens just to be the way it is. Um, and in this space, you'll often hear me speak about multifariousness and that there's more than a binary. That is true. And it is true in this case. What I offer as an analogy is pregnancy. You either are or you're not. And then, then, then within that, there's a whole range of where, of, of things happening, right? So if you are pregnant between zero and 10 months, there's a lot there that that's a, that's such a, that's such a, a, a progression. So we take that, you know, um, extend that to this space, to races, to, to, um, equity. And you could be equitable. You could say, yes, I'm an equitable person. I think that's good. And you could be the equivalent of three months pregnant or four months pregnant, or you could be nine months pregnant, 10 months pregnant, or you could have had the baby, right? Which is whatever for you, right? You've birthed this out into the world and now you are nurturing it. It is expressing itself. It's going out, it's connecting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the same thing could be true on the other side, right? You could not be pregnant and something else can be going on, right? So we extend that out to racism. You can be racist and you can be racist and bigoted because you just, you're okay with, you know, there are some personality traits that are okay with harm coming to others that are okay with inequity. That's the personality. That's the person, right? So, and so there's this space or, you know, there could, in, again, from not being pregnant to, well, it's just not being pregnant, kind of. But, you know, there could be other things in there that, um, and I, I said this early, in, again, not in this recording, I don't think, but the nuance, there's nuance in everything. So on the not side, whatever that is, um, is that there is there can be more to it and there cannot be, right? And so I would offer that, that, one, you know, the releasing the pretending not, the releasing the I don't know, let me learn. Because my goodness, what opens up for everybody, but particularly you, whoever you are, whatever dominant group you're a part of, 
is extraordinary um, and far, far more beneficial than wherever you're at now. And then the other piece to, you know, to extend that to uh, holding up that accountability nurtures agency, right? So often, I don't, you know, if you've heard me speak, then I often say, if, you know, you heard me say the, if you're present, then you're participating. If you're present and you're participating and you are accountable to yourself, then, and, and that, and that's now, that's it, right? You're accountable to yourself. Having said that, if you are someone who is equitable, humane, whatever you want to call it, and you being accountable to yourself is also extended out, right? I am accountable. So for, uh, I use myself, hopefully effectively, but I am accountable to myself. Having said that I am, I am interconnected with everyone else. And so in my space, Humanity will be respected. That's it. My account of my agency gives me the authority, gives me the education, the expertise. My humanity is what qualifies me. It authorizes me to intercede because I am present. I am participating. That means I am responsible. I am accountable. And I will prevent whatever is seeking to happen and allow humanity to uh, be restored or whatever it needs to be. Uh, so that, that, you know, that accountability nurtures agency because every situation is unique. You, I'm sure you've heard me say we can't tick list humanity. A lot of times, particularly within this quote unquote learning about racism space there's these lists do this do this do this do this and then you come upon a situation and it's nothing like that right well that's where the accountability comes in because no matter how it goes because it could you could be gloriously wrong i and and i'm speaking from experience fall flat on your face in front of hundreds of people whatever flat on your face is because flat on your face could be a no it could be a smart aleck you know a smart aleck response or something like that i am still I'm still here for humanity. Even even if I'm wrong, as in I misjudged a situation or I misinterpreted something or I misunderstood, whatever it was, I am still for humanity and I've just learned something. So it wasn't a mistake. It was growth. And I take that. And, and, and all that my ego takes with it, right? The embarrassment, right? Or a, what else do I feel? The, for me personally, as I'm speaking, comes to mind a moment um, where I, yeah, I, I, I participated, I, perpe- I perpetuated uh, in, you know, I, I participated in perpetuating in humanity uh, towards someone and the pain like i'm as as i sit here years later i still feel that that stab that's part of it that's part of all of this because i promise you that anything like that anything like that i am very much aware of it now and 
I ensure that in my presence, it doesn't, we don't even get close to that situation again, period. I know there were a lot of peas in that. And I was going to say my apologies, which I just did, but it is what it is. And then in addition, agency solidifies impact. And I, I will get into this probably later. Um, but it, it solidifies the impact because it is grounded. If you, if you are resting on your own authority, one, you are the, your, your value, our individual value is, is not just presenced. It's clarified that I don't need anybody else. I'm saying right now, so I don't, we don't need to go get the targeted per, the person from the targeted group. We don't need to go get them. I here now am validating this and the impact, particularly when I'm part of the dominant group, right? Tends to be greater. We know I never say never, but I'm going to say overwhelmingly the impact is greater because we're, the the again whiteness is about separation so the perception that oh you can't know implies something about your humanity and we're definitely not doing that when i'm speaking for myself that's definitely not something that i would allow because i know my humanity i know myself and so while i respect everybody's opinion of me whatever it is doesn't mean that i will take it on or allow it to stand in a situation where it, you know, someone's perspective may not be that pertinent or irrelevant to what is happening. And so I hope that makes sense. I, I may have gotten a little fuzzy. And then the most important uh, piece for me, at least, is that, and not me personally, but for this engagement, is the focus, this offering, when we you know, take that accountability, allow, allow it to nurture our agency. Then we shift from oh, racism. We shift now to whiteness, right? Racism is the ER. It's the result. All the isms are the result of whiteness. And when we say, okay, I, you know, to be honest, I really don't need to know the details of that. I just need to understand my where I am, where I stand in preventing it. Where am I? Where am I positioned to prevent it? That's all I need to know. And one, it develops my habit of believing people, right? Of believing what someone says because they've said it. And that's how, and that is a reflection of how I want to be treated, right? Again, this is my own authority, my own agency. So if I want to be believed, it, for me, how I exist, it makes sense that I believe people until, you know, there's some reason that I shouldn't or whatever happens. Uh, and so, again, that we, the, the, the whole learning thing, once we move off of that, and people from the dominant group, in this case, white people, shift to, yes, I did know, I did see it, I didn't do anything, I'm here now. That shift, now we're focused on whiteness. Okay, now let's look at this. Because this is the cause, this is the highway, this is the problem. Not the result, right? Because the ER can only do so much. We can only focus on the ER so much. Let's go to the cause, and see where the cause is. And the cause, whiteness, 
inevitably turns into our individual, our individual development, our personal development, our personal unfoldment. And so um, my apologies for tangents. I know this was a bit longer than this has been the longest one so far. Hopefully it was helpful. Thank you so much for gathering. Please um, enjoy the rest of your day and see you soon. Thank you for being here. For further details about this episode, as well as more ways to connect, visit gow.beingthechange.me. That's gow.beingthechange.me. Theme music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Gymnastics of Whiteness is created by Season of Lotus holistic social equity consultancy. I'm Laura Knight. Until we gather again, be well.